Good. Thanks for having me. Thanks for showing up. Um, you're kind of helping me out on a little bit of a last minute ask, <laughs> which isn't, I, I don't like to do that. I don't, I don't like to like spring like podcasts on people. Like people have schedules, people have lives, people have shit to do, but you're helping me out because I had an idea <laughs> for today's episode. Um, I wanted to do something a little bit um, 420 centric since today is uh, April 20th, 420. It's a big stoner holiday and I'm a big stoner. You're a little bit of a stoner. I don't know how big of a stoner you are. Um, but you agreed to watch the stoner movie with me on Pluto. That's right. I'm a very altruistic gentleman and um, I figured I'd help you uh, celebrate your favorite uh, herb. It is my favorite herb, my favorite holiday Probably, now that I think about it. Um, so on a scale of 1 to 10, how big of a stoner are you? At this stage of my life, I'm, uh, eh, I'd am i say I'm a little on the lower end of the thing, uh, the, 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 the chart. But at different parts of my life, it was, you know, every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, faded away as I got a little older. And, uh, you know, I don't know if I need to go into the whole history of it, but just I started to have a couple extra hippie freakouts that I needed in life. <laughs> and... Uh, Started taking too many long showers and contemplating the, <laughs> the abyss and staring deeply into it and questioning my mortality and oh, thinking shit. every yeah thinking every brown fucking birthmark on my body was a melanoma and freaking out in the shower. <laughs> so I figured maybe I should chill out and smoke in the weed for a little while. And, yeah. Uh, but yeah, well, I mean, par- paranoia is rough. It's rough as a side effect. <laughs> it's really the only part of it that I really dislike. Um, yeah, it sucks. <laughs> but I mean, being in a band for so many years, you know, you can't, you can't really help it. And, you know, even though I say I, I, I'm low on the spectrum, every time I go practice or record or something like I'm fucking hotboxing in cars and studio <laughs> rooms. So I'm getting high as shit without <laughs> actually intaking it. So, um, yeah, but uh, I, I love the I, I love weed. Uh, I love the way. <laughs> Yeah, and now that weed is a little more uh, direct and you can kind of pick your poison, mm-hmm. it's a lot cooler for me. And being growing up older, you just went to the corner and just got whatever the dude gave you in a foil, in a wrapper, and and that was it. You just figured out from there. Like, you didn't know where you were going, but, uh, you know, it's uh, so now it's a little more controlled, and it's pretty cool. And I've been uh, enjoying dipping my toes back into it, much like I've been dipping my toes back into watching baseball, which the two go together really well. Uh, weed and baseball? Yeah, they're just super laid back, kind of chill fucking things, and you could just kind of put it on, and the sights and the sounds of baseball are just very, uh, kind of lull you into their, uh, into their, their web. I don't know, sounds boring, but, uh, (laughs) (laughs) so, uh, for this extra special episode of Pluto, um, I wanted to do a movie instead of an episode of something, because... The first thing I think of when I think of, like, weed episodes of, like, TV shows, it's always, like, somebody getting in trouble for weed, somebody getting arrested for weed, somebody having a teachable moment because somebody got busted with weed. Like, it's all bad, bad bad-related weed shit. So, I'm like, whatever, we're going to find a stoner movie. And then you found Idle Hands, Mm -hmm. which is kind of low-key a stoner movie. (laughs) Well, the lead yeah. character is a stoner, so I think that counts in the stoner movie. I movie believe it does. So we're watching Idle Hands on Pluto on demand. 
um, the way I found it was under comedies. And um, if you watch it like on a laptop, I think you can just type it in and find it. But if you use uh, your TV, just look under comedies, Pluto on demand. And we will start. Are you ready to begin this journey? This handsy journey. <laughs> I'm ready. Alrighty. So in three, two, one, play. And it's probably going to take forever to load. Because hello, Pluto. And also, I watched a movie on here recently, and it took 873 years to complete because of commercials. So <laughs> I know this is not a long movie, runtime-wise, so hopefully the commercials don't ding us too much. It says a buck thirty on here, but it could be closer to like a buck forty-five. So yeah, probably so. Speaking oh. of that Simpsons thing, I feel like this, for the weed movie TV show thing, I feel like the Simpsons is the only one that ever had a really non-judgmental weed episode. What was their weed episode? Uh, they uh, does a crime dog, and uh, Homer takes weed for his eye. <laughs> he has an eye surgery gone awry, mm. so he gets medicine. Awry. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that. I haven't seen those. Yeah, that's a great one. I have seen Idle Hands though. Um, I feel like I tried to watch it around like one one Halloween, and it just ended up being on in the background while I did other shit, which happens a lot. So I do remember big parts of it, but it's not super fresh. Um, I'm a big fan of it. It uh. It was definitely one of the first DVDs I ever got. Oh and, shit! Really? Yeah, and it came out. It got. It kind of. It got screwed because it came out right after Columbine. Oh. So a movie and uh, spoiler alert, it does feature a school scene at the end, a prom scene. There's no shooting, but there was teenagers being murdered in a school, and it kind of just fucked this movie's chances of ever coming, uh, becoming the the cult kind of hit it should have been. Because, uh, you know, it was ready and, you know, you had a young Jessica Alba and uh, I think it was primed. It could have been something, but they just kind of shelved it and, you know, not, not not really shelved it, but it just buried it. Kind of. Yeah, it just didn't have a chance. Mm. I mean, it's I feel like there's oh, it's sort of a weird movie where I feel like a lot of people know it, but also it's nobody really talks about it that much. Well, it's like it's either it could be a comedy, but it definitely if you're a horror movie yeah. fan, you, there's a, the the director of this movie is a guy named Rodman Flender, and he's a huge wealth of uh, horror uh, information. There's a lot of, uh, you know, like he's definitely a fan of old school stuff. The lighting in this movie is very uh, giallo Italian horror movie esque with the colors mm -hmm. and stuff like mm -hmm. that. So and there's like some the way he does close ups, but there's also comedy and, um, you know it. Yeah, I guess it, I could see how you're saying it could fall under the cracks of, like, what is this movie? Yeah. Because it definitely is more humorous than mm -hmm. a Scream. It doesn't have the serious nature of a Scream movie. So that horror comedy that Scream has, it just doesn't have that same goofiness that this movie kind of might. Well, this wallpaper is horrific, so I'm already very afraid. <laughs> you never have red walls in any room it, you live in. It is, like, very off-putting. What is this decor? I had a girlfriend who had a red, a red room, not like the internet red room, but I'm a sorry, red room. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> and it was fucking insane when you walked in there. Well, I mean, that had like a weird orange tint to it and some flowers and stuff. It just not working for me. Uh, I like that decor better. What is this? 
fluorescent paint on the ceiling? No. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a little uh, urban legend kind of deal, right? Where it says I'm under the Who bed. Who has a flashlight by their bed also? People who plan ahead. Not <laughs> for that someone who lives in the... Someone who lives in the the tornado belt, uh, I think you might have some. You would think, well, I guess your phone would technically be a flashlight, but no. Every time I think there's like a chance of the power going out, I go, where are the flashlights? And I'm like, what are those? I don't know. I don't fucking have any. Why don't I have any? You could use one to bash a snake to death, too, if you had to. Goddamn. (laughs) I don't believe in snakes. That's true. They don't exist. Fred Willard in an early pre-Fred Willard yeah, role. Yeah. And that's the mom. I don't know if you remember the TV show The Torkelsons. But no, she was, I do not. <laughs> Torkelsons was about a single mother raising five kids in what I think was Oklahoma. I don't know which channel it was originally on, or maybe the, it was a Disney show. And uh, she was the mom, and she just raised a bunch of rednecky kind of kids. And I had a massive crush on the main chick on that show. Um, I've never met a human who's seen it. I know it exists because I looked it up today. Are you sure? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And eventually they move with three of her children for the spinoff show where Brittany Murphy's a rich girl. She meets, like, a rich dude, and they move together. And, and uh, yeah, look it up, the Torkelsons. Okay. So the main chick had crazy curly hair. It's great. <laughs> Not even five minutes in, and there was a weird tangent, so... <laughs> and a cat, so this movie can be in one of the greatest movies of all time because it features weed and cats. And knitting. And, <laughs> and knitting. And Robert, Rob Halford has a song in this movie. I know her from something, but it's definitely not the Torkelsons. <laughs> <laughs> She's been on a million things, man. Do you ever knit? Never knit anything? Do you ever uh, knit when, when your husband goes to check on the murder in the basement? <laughs> Is that your first reaction? Uh, I, I'd stress knit a lot. You know? Um <laughs> Full full outfits sometimes. She had two no, weapons in her hands and she put them down to pick up the cat. I could do some crafty things. I've not really ever tried knitting. Um, just because I just don't think that I would like it. It's a, I feel like it's a, it's a... I've seen people do like little toys and stuff that look pretty cool. But I mean, look at the lighting in this It movie. does look cool. Yeah, like it, I like crafty things like that, but... Yeah, it is a time-consuming process. Yeah, though. very... Like, I could be doing 50 other things. Or just nothing at all. <laughs> or, or, also, or smoking weed, you mm-hmm. know, if it's 420. Why does she have lit candles in these decorations? That is a fire hazard, ma'am. Uh, she set the mood. I, it might have been their anniversary or something like that before, they, uh, before we saw them. And so she put candles in jack-o'-lanterns? Yeah, why not? To set the mood? <laughs> It is Halloween time in this movie, by the way. So it is a Halloween movie as well. Oh, okay. A lot of genres. Yeah, it mixes them all. Maybe that's why I tried to watch it at Halloween time. Yeah, it might be on those lists that you see of the, uh, you know. Yeah, probably was. Halloween movies. Like my favorite movie of all time, The Pit. There you go. Tie that one in there. Mm-hmm. Under the bed. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, shit. That is like the ultimate of of scariness is something under your bed, and she just died. When I was a kid, my Look sister. Look at the bed to, shaking. <laughs> my sister used to put me under the bed and make me lay underneath it, and then she would jump on top of it. What a cut. Yep. Gotta gotta get a good story about that my sister. Sounds terrible. 
Who sleeps with headphones on their ears? That's insane to me. I sleep with earbuds in my ears. That counts. Crazy. Yeah, no. that counts as being crazy. I like that he took off the one headphones and puts on the other Walkman. Look, sometimes you just need shit in your ears all the time. Well, because one's a disc man and one's a cassette mm-hmm. player. By the way, I don't know if you mm-hmm. noticed that. I did notice that. Yeah, I'm at the have, point where I. Th- you still have any cassettes? Me? Yeah, absolutely. I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> my band's putting out a because that's the thing now. Like bands cassettes. Yeah, well, because vinyl is so backed up from uh, COVID, the vinyl factories are completely fucked. That if you're a smaller band, you're not going to get your shit done. So cassettes have become a lot more popular. They're back. But who has a cassette player, though? Um, young people who buy them. <laughs> no one old I know, but I know a lot of the young people have them. They've come. I mean, no, they, sells. Jim, no, I have not. Look, I'm an avid <laughs> shopper. If there was a cassette player out there, I would have fucking seen it. Target has one. I swear. Dude. Plus, you go to a, you know, every thrift store has cassette players and uh, Goodwills and things like that. Whatever. Nobody does that. Oh, you, man. You sound like the guitar player my man who refused to believe me when I told them that cassettes are back and now they're, the, they they sold over like a million ca- uh, uh, cassettes. I'm going to fact check you right now. Justin Bieber put out a cassette. Casey Musgraves put out a cassette. Every big band you know has cassettes that are out there and they sell them for like $50, $60. That is ridiculous. So here's our first week. What are we doing? <laughs> That's cool, man. Why don't people No, know? it's not. Yeah. It's not. It is cool. Everybody's yeah. just trying to prepare themselves for, for the fucking apocalypse. And they're going back to, like they're backtracking like prematurely ahead of the bullshit. Yet I just to think, come. I think young people like the nostalgic things and that's why they like it. Yeah. That's why VHS tapes are still super popular and still being made. Our dude's getting high. Yes, finally. Uh, a little weird that he used the Zippo to light his bowl, because Zippos yeah. suck for lighting bowls. Yeah, they do. But, I mean, he literally has a... a he big... has, like, an elbow, like a pipe. It's an asthma inhaler. Oh, shit, is it? Uh-huh. And he's turned it into oh, a... shit, a I have a bunch of those. <laughs> Next time you take a plane, there you go. Fuck, Yeah. I'll use it first, maybe. <laughs> Devin Sawa. I was a huge Devin Sawa fan, like just because that's my age group. And even though he's blonde and that's normally not my thing, but he was always super cute. Yeah, Wild America. Mm-hmm. I mean, Flight, uh, Flight, Final yeah. Destination. Final Destination. Yeah. This is my favorite named actor of all time, Jack Noseworthy. <laughs> what a fucking name. <laughs> You get a little it else. should be ears worthy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you don't know what's in his pants. It could be dick worthy as well. Oh shit! Oh shit! Right. Yeah. Now we got the dick. stoner basement here. Love a stoner basement. Yeah, I always wanted a friend that I could just. Well, I did have a friend. Me too. I did have a friend I used to sneak. <laughs> but he, we were like in our 19, 20 year old people. We weren't. Well, I guess these people are too. Never mind. I had it. <laughs> I lost it. But. <laughs> He didn't have cool posters like a Sublime poster or an L7 poster in his room. We what would just light, we would just write on the ceiling in a lighter for some reason. Okay. Yeah. We just like burn like yeah whatever. We don't even hear about that. <laughs> Is that Sublime cooler? Uh, cooler poster cool? At the time, I'm I'm sure it'd be considered pretty cool. I don't know if they're really uh that cool anymore. I like the their first album. 40 ounces to freedom. I believe there's a song. Uh, I think Smoke Two Blunts is on the soundtrack, or maybe mm-hmm. uh, Santa Ria is on the soundtrack. I'm not sure which one. Probably both. Santa Ria is on every soundtrack, right? <laughs> so 
See, a little Seth Green action with dark hair, which is something you don't see. I like there. it. I like it. What are your Seth Green thoughts? Uh, that kid's just been around my whole entire existence. You know, mm-hmm. he's in that skater movie and then this, and and I was a Buffy fan when it was out. Mm-hmm. Um, so good on him. Created a TV show and Family you know. Guy, like yeah, good on him, man. For like a little Powers, little, you know, little red... Powers fan. Oh yeah, uh, not really, but it's cool. Yeah, I mean, dude works, right? I mean, yeah, fuck, good on him. I mean, in fucking I'm Robot, how chick... much he's worth. I mean, Robot Chick is a Seems show I don't really watch. But... Yeah, I, nobody watches. I don't think, but still like, exists, but it's still funny as shit when I catch it. That happens, like I feel like it is funny. I just, I don't know, not my style, I guess. Is your style uh, riding a scooter? It is. <laughs> oh, dude, I saw a dude riding like a. Oh, look at young ass Jessica Alba with her short hair. I saw a dude riding a motorcycle today up on one wheel on the on just a highway, just. Just fucking going. Yeah. Like, I hope okay. he crashes. That's what I said. Like, I what fucking, are you doing, sir? I hate motorcycles. Motorcycles that are like motorcycles are like talking on a cell phone or jerking off in public. You're the only one enjoying it. <laughs> Everyone else is fucking miserable. You're ruining everyone's TV shows. You're wild for fucking miles. You're zipping it out. Like, fuck off, dude. Get four wheels. Like, why, why, why do you want to drive? Why do you want to drive an automobile where you can't just chill? Like just you can just chill out, listen to some music. This whole you gotta yeah, whatever. It's not my anti motorcycle podcast. <laughs> Coming soon to the North yeah. South Connection. Anti biker boys with Rocky. <laughs> What's this Eldon Henson dude from? Why do I recognize him? Oh, that is a fantastic question. Do you have a lot of trinkets and uh, toys? Are you? Did you have toys like that? Would you decorate as a young person with toys or uh, models and things like that? So I decorated with like lame stuff. Well, it depends on what age you're talking about. I'm saying these guys are like 19, right? So 18, 17, six. Yeah, yeah between that that end of high school, beginning of adulthood <laughs> yeah so it's definitely like uh trophies awards photos like personal shit you know mm-hmm. like i didn't i wasn't like really collecting like nerdy stuff like i like i kind of do now like a titty bong like a titty bong <laughs> collect that what was your first weed smoking apparatus that you did you ever make did you ever have uh were you like oh. an app were you an apple person a, I, like i was the MacGyver of weird, dumb, weird weed chicks. I was too lazy to go to the store to buy like a pipe. Definitely did Apple. Um, was definitely in a uh, phase of going to like head shops and getting like weird papers, like like a hundred dollar bill, you know, <laughs> like printed <laughs> papers and um, just all kinds of random weird shit like that. Um, we had a very popular bong back in the day, um, but I learned how to roll a joint pretty early, so that was my thing. Mostly was just rolling the joints because that's not a common skill among all plotheads, and even less so now. And there are so many ways right. to, to get your pot that even I don't even roll joints anymore. So 
you know, like as a person who was like, you know, smoke weed at work a lot and stuff like that, like you can't really just roll a joint while you're like taking a hit in the bathroom, you know, you can't just, so like it was a lot of one hitter and quick hit the bowl, weave the, weave the bowl in the sink, uh, behind the sink or something kind of deal with people. So a tent, like a can, like it would definitely oh, yeah. a can thing. I mean, I did that recently cause I couldn't find my thing <laughs> and I just poked some holes in the can and sucked it out or the, uh pill bottle like an old weave bottle yes, and i melted the side yes. and i stuck a pen in it and pen, I put the, yeah and i yeah. put the foil on top of it mm -hmm. which was easier back then because not easier but back then you get a little uh you got a lot more shake and stems on there maybe making a little bridge to keep the weed on top of that like yeah, uh, yeah. a little seed popping a lot of shitty weed back in the day yes like a young person today to go old man time will never know what it's like to have a weed seed explode out of a bowl while you're driving. Yep. And it's like in your yep. lap, mm -hmm. in your fucking crotch, in your friend's neck. <laughs> like, <laughs> just burning a little hole in their uh, oh, wow. I'm shot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> fucking seed. JFK getting shot with a fucking weed fucking stem. Oh, seed down and to the left. Yeah, they don't know that that pain that we we, we struggled with. <laughs> All right, so what's Devin Sawa doing? Are you back from commercial? Yeah, he found her notebook that her punk rock band's lyrics are in, and he's returning it to her. All right, yeah, yeah, and he and just yeah. shoves it at her and leaves. Yeah, I forget why she had a couple. She had like a little acrimonious reaction to that. I had my subtitles off. I put them on. They're in Beaver, Utah. That's good. Uh oh, really? Yeah, it's a set in Beaver, Utah. It's like next to Snatch, Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that sounds like <laughs> Vivica A. Fox. Oh, I'll give me some Vivica A. Fox. Yeah. You know, she was super hot in Independence Day. Oh, uh, yeah, she was. And uh, Kill Bill. She too. was a stripper, and she was amazing in that movie. Now has a burgeoning lifetime movie career where she produces movies on there and directs movies and stars in a lot of them. Yeah, she's kind of in the camera. Oh. Cool thing. Look at that. What was that? Hey, she's not a nun. <laughs> oh, she's badass. Good. Fuck yeah. Sure. She's got the garlic hanging there, so it implies that she's just hunting. Oh, I like it. Yeah, this is like a whole sh This could be a pilot to a show, right? I'd watch that show. Okay. Fuck yeah. The fox travels the country just fucking up fucking supernatural like shit. A, yeah, supernatural. Did you watch that show? I watched the first uh, season of it. Uh, it was a little too, like, the I just needed a little color every now and then in my TV shows. That shit was so fucking muted and black and grays and shit right. like that. Yeah. It was very confusing that Dean wasn't Dean from the Gilmore Girls, but he's not Dean <laughs> in this one. Like, my fucking little yeah, dumbass true. brain couldn't figure this shit out. But I appreciated the uh, the classic rock and the fucking, you know, all that kind of aspect of it. I'm sure by the end I would have been fucking miserable with all these goddamn uh, demons and fucking the devil and <laughs> the god is in the show. Like, I don't even know what the fuck they were doing by the it end. It ran but... 15 years, yo. Yeah, like, that is wild. That and is it's like, the, it's the type of thing where, like, how do you decide you're going to start watching that? You know, like, I'm going to I'm gonna start watching Supernatural. I'll see you in a fucking year and a half. <laughs> You know, I'll see. I'll, they had I'll watch... like twenty-five episodes a season. Like, it was yeah, that was like the WB's cash cow, man. They yeah, were like yeah. making those dudes work. Yeah, for sure. Tied like, them if... up for all those years. <laughs> yeah, right. It's one of those shows too, where like if you look it up, like everyone was on that show because they oh, had so oh, fucking yeah. episodes and guest stars on every episode. I was in and out a lot. I mean, I caught a lot of the 
thought you meant you were on the show. <laughs> I popped in and out of there as a guest character. Yeah, I was, uh, actually. Um, but I would catch the reruns. You know, it was on TNT, TBS, whatever. Same fucking thing. And just kind of got to know it that way. And then yeah. it fell off. Like, I couldn't watch it live. Like, I only watched it in syndication. I feel like that's the way to watch it. Yeah, it's kind of one of those things where I'd probably be more interested in the Monster of the Week episodes than the yes. whole fucking mythology. Yeah. Kind of like the X-Files. Kind Oppo- of opposite X-Files. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was the, I didn't like the aliens in X-Files. I was the Monster Oh, of the week. holy oh. shit. Fuck yeah. off. <laughs> Jesus Christ, sorry. <laughs> sorry, you needed a lot of meat pledgy. Come at me. <laughs> How many times could they stick that stupid spear thing in the back? hundred thousand times. Jesus, Scully, she's pregnant, she's not. She's on a boat in the middle of the fucking lake. Jesus I will hang up on you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm a huge X-Files fan, so. Uh, apparently. <laughs> Don't worry about it, man. That's good. So, did you recognize that guy from a recent t- Twister watch? Yes. <laughs> Uh, for the record, there is a double twister. Uh, <laughs> there's that oh, guy and now? and uh, yeah, Ta- Joey Slotnick, Tim Capel's favorite actor, is also mm. in this movie for uh, a quick scene. Not just Sean Whalen here, but harassed <laughs> by the cops. Did you ever get arrested for smoking weed, Jennifer? Not for smoking weed, no, right? <laughs> I didn't ask for any yeah, more. Mm. So, so he yeah, has no weed. He has no weed here, so he's gonna smoke nutmeg and oregano, and he's using the ticket. Bless right? him. So my first time, well, not my first time, my first time trying to buy weed in the city, I went to Washington Square Park, and a terrifying man sold me weed and just said, "Take it," and took my money, and it was in an aluminum foil, and I just took it. I was like 15, and uh. <laughs> I just went home with my buddy, and we were like, this is oregano, right? But we should still smoke it, right? (laughs) Obviously. We tried to smoke it out of a bowl. Like, you know, you get a little hazy. We're like, well, what if we rolled it in a dryer sheet? So we took all the weed and rolled it up into a dryer sheet, like a blunt. And my buddy, I was smart enough to not take the first hit. Like a blunt, he said. My buddy Jamie sucked it down, and he, like, I swear to God, he coughed so hard the weed came out of his eyeballs, and he screamed, I'm on fire <laughs> and started screaming. I just swallowed fire running around this house, just running to the bathroom and just putting his mouth under the faucet. Dryer sheets are just like chemicals. I think it's just fire like, left, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I didn't say I was smart, but that was a bad time. Not that, bless him. R.I.P. guy. Cause I mean, when you don't have papers, I mean, I've, I mean, this might be upsetting to some people here, but I've often, uh, you know, the old adage and that I have proven, which he does not like what he's smoking, is uh, Bibles that tend to have that really thin paper. So that's usually the go-to of, uh, mm-hmm. you know, when you're at a hotel room or something like that. Right, right. Oh, bless him. He's not going to make it. <laughs> oh, God, here comes the most disgusting part of this movie. It's just funny, like, oh, jeez. It's a great Rob Halford video on the screen right there. That's when he left Judas Priest and his other band's fight, and he had this band, uh, Two, that Trent Reznor was like the main story writer and uh, songwriter. And these were a bunch of dudes from Nine Inch Nails making all the music for Rob Halford. And making hot videos? Look at this goddamn fucking what? thing. Why has he got Look at all that mayo. Look oh, at all God. I want to fucking vomit. <laughs> it's a horror movie. 
I would rather eat. I would rather lick the blood of a stranger off a knife than have a oh, fucking hummingbird's beak of fucking mayo in my mouth. Oh my god. So disgusting. Hummingbird's beak is not a unit of measurement, I don't think. And it's amazing. Also, who makes a whole ass sandwich without even looking at the sandwich? He's watching that sweet video. See all those titties on that video? No. All right, I got a commercial now. Yep. <laughs> Have you used a, a weird uh, rolling paper in your existence? Have you ever had to use a, something? I am one of those people who tries in her stoner life to always be prepared. So I, I tend to not have emergencies because, look, if I have weed, I'm going to have a way to smoke the weed. Because getting the weed was always the problem, which is funny to me now that I have a medical marijuana card and can simply make an appointment and stop and pick up my weed, which is amazing. It's cool. It takes away part of the coolness of it, though. It's kind of like I mean, streaming. It's kind of like streaming and stuff, where you don't get to like buy or sell an album or or save money for something like the going. Well, you. Growing up next to two of the most crime-ridden countries in America, as I did, it was always a fun adventure to go cop at two in the morning, you know, and uh, travel into East Orange or North New Jersey and just go to like a random street that 14th Street in East Orange was a big place. And you just go and you ask the guy what he's got. And he's, this guy's got this or this guy's got weed, this guy's got coke or, you know, and that was, you know, I was 17, 18 doing this shit. And it's pretty wild to think of this, uh, that you would just do that and but that's just how it worked back then and then eventually you find a dealer guy who does that for you and then you, he comes to you and sells it for you and you know he gets his uh you know he marks it up a little bit gets his cut literally i have never had that experience ever oh, that's wild like it's terrifying. it was always like a deal to like find somebody who knows somebody who can find the way and it's like you just like I've never once been able to go on a random street corner and ask a random guy. And I always sort of figured it was because I was a girl. <laughs> but but I don't know that that's accurate. Like, I don't know if it's just, like, where I live versus where you live. Like, well, I mean, if you, you just know. go to a concert, like, you know, playing in bands, you just, I mean, you just walk outside and there's someone's going to offer you a hit on their, their joint or their bowl or whatever. I was always the weed person like i was always like trying to find it like there weren't like others <laughs> it was always just me like there were very few others that knew anybody like and i mean i lived in bumfuck alabama like that's why like i just assumed it was where i lived and you're like you said outside the city so like yeah that makes sense I mean, not that, yeah, I mean. It thing. takes at least 20 years for weed to get down south, <laughs> unless you're in Florida. Right, like blue jeans, you didn't get those until 2000. Right, or, right. you know. High-speed internet. <laughs> well, that didn't that didn't exist until 2010, so I can see why it took. Right, yeah, yeah true. <laughs> Have you ever been so scared that there was a, a, someone in your house? Like, no. I've I, was a kid, I, ain't, I, was a... I ain't scared. Let him come at me. <laughs> Even as a child? like I, as a I, know where, I know where the knives are. I know where the weapons are. Let's oh. fight. 
I mean, as a latchkey kid, I was always terrified of people breaking into the house when I was in there. Oh, what the hell? That's his mom in a fucking... <laughs> She's Fred Willard. <laughs> it's mouth agape. Oh, that was his parents? I didn't yeah, know man. that. Yeah, they stuck him in that, those pumpkin heads in the, the front. We are not following this movie very, very well. Look at that cool lighting, though. Look at all that green lighting. Mm-hmm. That's very cool. You know, it's a lot more work put into this movie than most people would expect. And just the colors of everyone, too. And, you know, the red and the, the green together. You know, it's very cool. Poor Maddie. He doesn't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> Pop That Coochie by Two Live Crew playing on the television. <laughs> just fucking amazing. Originally called Pop That Pussy, but then... uh. It was play. It was banned by MTV, and they would play it on this this channel called The Box, which is a local channel that you could call in and request videos for ninety nine cents, mm-hmm. and they would play them. And they had popped that coochie, and this thing was on every day when I was a kid. And it was pornography for uh, in the early nineties to have that on your television. Fuck yeah, look at it. Yeah, it was pretty amazing as a, a young boy, just getting into music. And they were freaking out. Look at them. <laughs> I feel like he's oh, doing. Oh, there's the... dead bodies on the floor. <laughs> I feel like he was doing the Beavis dance uh, from Beavis and Butthead when he does the little butt smack kind of pump. <laughs> he's gonna bring his dad back to life. It's like a dummy right there too. <laughs> Seth Green very concerned about the corpse in front of him. Seth Green is always dressed in layers. The man never has on just like one. Thing. There's always like multiple. There's a flannel. There's a jacket. There's something going on. When you're five foot two, you want to like seem a little is bigger. Is he cold a lot? Is what I wonder. Like, is it just because he's tiny? I mean, on TV shows, I would imagine it helps hide the lav mic as well to have a little extra layers on you too, instead of just a t-shirt. Mm, I don't yeah. know. Oh. Have you ever found anything written in blood in your house? I don't believe so. Have you? Uh, no, I did not. That would be very scary. I do feel like I did once almost bleed out because I cut my forehead. Not well. That story is for a different time. But I was bleeding so heavily, and I didn't want to tell anyone, so I just put a pillow on my head and wrapped a a a belt around it and tightened it as hard as I could, and I went to bed that way. But that's a story for another day. <laughs> when I used to work at a bar, a border, uh, the women's bathrooms would be so disgusting that I swear to God, some women were trying to write in blood on the fucking walls. I don't know what they were trying to tell me, but they were trying. There, there was fucking verses and uh, you know passages from the Bible or something written on there. Like they were really writing sonnets to me or something because the the women's bathroom was the filthiest bathroom, which you don't think because men are disgusting animals. But the but look, women's bathroom was tough. There's something that happens in bookstores. Oh, coffee. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it's the coffee and it's books. And people cannot control their bowels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was a bright guy Honestly. who worked there. I could, I could tell you. Yeah, it's amazing. Oh, shit. Yeah. Devin's the killer? Yeah, he's got the... the I like the, the other guy has to smoke weed when he finds out. Yeah. It's, com- it's like the it's like the old whisk drink a glass of whiskey to calm yeah. your nerves thing. Yeah. Like smoke some weed. So he's calling the cops on his friend. 
He took some nutmeg or something. Little <laughs> <laughs> J joke there. <laughs> Is that a ginger beer? Oh, what's what? I'm trying to remember the last time I saw Seth Green and how he looks now. Oh, it looks good. He was in a Netflix movie that I believe his wife uh, wrote. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. He looks good. He got a little beardski. Hmm. Fucking 50 years old. <laughs> it seems like he would always look the same, you know? Yeah, right. <laughs> There's a little, like, a River's Edge kind of movie here, you know, like a teen kills his friends uh, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I like the uh, the the tasteful Halloween decorations here. I think this this mom's style is pretty good. I like it too. Well, this is like real good hand acting by this guy too. I think because he always keeps them like like up and like all his fingers all separated. Yeah, and it really he's he's in it. Like he's not. Oh, yeah. He's playing it like for fucking keeps, man. Like mm-hmm. he ain't fucking around. Like um, you'll find out later in this movie that uh, there is a disembodied hand. And the actor of the disembodied hand is the guy who did the disembodied hand in the Adams family. Of course. I mean, there's only one right. guy for that yeah. role. That's the one guy you call. So, like, right. I feel like this guy, he weren't from the best, you know? Like, Sawa was like, yeah, yo, yeah. man, like, teach me all that you know about hand acting. And he incorporates it well. I mean, Bruce Campbell did some great hand acting in Army of Darkness, but, or uh, in Evil Dead, but this is, uh, this is good shit from Sawa here. I've always liked it. Like, to me, it's one of the things that <laughs> gets the right. movie over is how good he is with the, with his oh, yeah. hands. She said weirdly. Well, he but, acts with his hand as well as Chris. But his whole with his body, like it's movie. the momentum of the rest of his body that sells the hand. He's being carried. He's being dragged. Yeah, like the, yeah. the hand is leading away. It, it comes across, yeah, for sure. The way he tries to hold it back, like that's cool. And we'll saw blade fucking. And there's like the extra strength and, in the, the in the possessed hand. Aren't all teenage boys at this age just controlled by their hands anyway? Well, the hand is the the tool. Mm. Like the the control is in the uh, the dick. <laughs> That's leading you. The dick is leading you. The the he, hand is. is he just is, decapitated is, his buddy there. That's true. That's what I used to call using my hand on my dick when I was a kid, decapitating <laughs> my buddy. <laughs> I tried. I tried real fucking. Hard. <laughs> So, yeah, like, that's a tough situation to be in right here, right? Like, what do you do after that? Like, you know when you have, like, a real bad day? I mean, not that you would know. Um, <laughs> I don't have bad days. <laughs> but, like, there's nothing. Sometimes you just got to chill. You just got to sit down. <laughs> and, I mean, like, after you murder your friend, I mean, you know, just have a have a little sit down. A little sit and cry, maybe, you know what I mean? That's what I used to do in the shower when I smoked so much weed. Just have a little sit down, like in a movie. Just let the water hit you in the face while you're crying in the shower. <laughs> Okay. Oh, so that hand that just came out of the TV. I don't know if you saw that. The uh, what he's watching that. I am now. Yep. Okay. So that's a uh, chiller theater. It was a uh, like a, it was Zachary Lee. He was a horror host, kind of like an Elvira, kind of Joe Bob. Like a Joe host. Bob. Yeah, like that. He was like a ghoul. He was kind of he was Zachary the cool ghoul, and uh, he actually had a band that had members of like the Ramones in it. And he would sing. Uh, and he is the guy who was kind of the mascot of Chiller Theater. This is the TV show that was very popular in New York. And then he was the mascot of the convention, which is one of the first ever horror conventions, which started in New Jersey, Chiller Theater. And he'd be there every year. He'd sing. And this is in the late 80s, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and uh, yeah, and they took that 
that's obviously a guy who knows his horror history using that in this movie, which is really cool. That is cool. Is that streaming anywhere, or is it just VHS or it, cassette only? I mean, you probably find some on YouTube, but since the movies were, you know, not unless they're public domain, maybe someone has them. But you know, he would just introduce and talk. So uh, I'm sure someone put some clips up somewhere. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, it's pretty cool because it's the hand, and uh, yeah, yeah. and the hand has. Oh six- goddamn! <laughs> oh no! Not the cat! No! Yeah, that's a little upsetting. <laughs> oh, he, he fucking yeeted that cat. I'm not a fan, but he's happy. He was he's more kind of... upset about that than he was than his friends decapitating his friends. Yes. Yeah, me too. Fuck yeah, my friends. Same. My cats are way cooler. <laughs> he's <laughs> like, here, kitty, kitty. <laughs> Shut those friends up. Let my cat speak. Look at him. That was an incredible he's physical bumping, move. Right there. Like his ass <laughs> off, right? <laughs> yeah, man, sour man, like. Fuck, that guy could have been the he's next Jim Carrey with that fucking yeah, level of a physical like, commitment. Yeah, high energy. Ah, oh, now we're doing the commercials, but Chris Farley asked like just comedic yeah. timing physically, very cool stuff. Almost like a you know even Buster Keaton like that's mm-hmm. stuff like I could see this dude doing like a Buster Keaton fucking movie like if he's in that. I mean now he's obviously older, but you know like a Chaplin or a Keaton kind of dude like he's got the control of his body. He's uh, he's not really in, in Hollywood anymore, right? Sawa doesn't do anything. I don't really know. I mean, I think I've seen him pop up in a couple uh, streaming movies or like, you know, what would it be? I feel like he's due for a comeback. Reboot. You know? Give him him a chance, people. Let him do something physical. Let him do the Jim Carrey story when they do the movie about Jim Carrey. (laughs) That's going to be a weird fucking movie. (laughs) Oh, look at him. He's cute still. Casper. Casper was my favorite, though, for a long time. Oh, the Christina Ricci one? Yeah, yeah. Ugh, everybody was super in love with this fucking boy ghost thing. Like, (laughs) seriously? But, yeah, that's what I remember. Um, That movie had the strangest cameos in the world. Like, Clint Eastwood shows up in that fucking movie for some reason. (laughs) It's in 1995, like, all the best things in life. Oh, here's the big reveal of uh, Jessica Alba. In this movie, Let's see what he he does. Oh, he has Black Friday from twenty twenty one. That oh, looks he's still do, he's, familiar. He's still doing stuff. Were you a, a Jessica Alba fan? Were you a Dark Angel fan? Do you remember that show? No, she. I I don't really. There's. I can't think of one Alba thing that I like. <laughs> Is that weird? Flipper, the original, the, not the original, the Flipper yeah. TV show from the nineties. Yeah. That's good shit. Uh, Sin City, she was in that. She was great in that. Yeah, she. I mean, eh. wow. Some, I don't know. Al- Alba hate. Nine, she's a nine hundred two one zero alum. It's not hate. It's just like meh. Like I don't know. I think she had a she uh, I feel like she had a look that was non-conventional for the late 90s in terms of like what you were seeing in terms like usually it was a blonde the blonde kind of stereotype chicks were still big and I think she came along I'm assuming she's uh South American descent and that was different back then you know you didn't see that as the lead of a show and that Dark Angel show was a big show cult wise and she was a big fucking deal for a while yeah. And, you know, obviously she's a good-looking chick, except for oh, if you're obviously. you. Then. No, I didn't say she was a good-looking. I just, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, she's got snow globes in her room, so that's pretty I mean, 
interesting. Whoever the set designer of this is, I want to find out because this is some impressive she's, shit. She's got a she's got a nun on her little uh, she does thing there, which is you know is that weird. Oh, well, is that alluding to uh, Vivica Fox's character coming? Foreshadowing. Or she's super Catholic. Ugh, she's got a bod for sin. Um, <laughs> Gross. She's wearing earrings to bed too. I like that he showed up covered in blood. I guess it's Halloween though, so. He's a costume, obviously. Yeah. But I don't think it's Halloween yet, but maybe it is. She's got candles. Let's see. Everyone's got candles lit in this goddamn movie. <laughs> I like her casual nature in terms of knowing that there's a killer on the loose, and she's just kind of like laughing about it, popping in a cassette. Well, it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Who believes in that sort of thing? Uh. <laughs> So what was the first time you smoked weed, by the way? Um, the first time. I'm sure you've covered this on other podcasts, but I don't super know that I have. But um, I was 16. I was on a trip uh, with my boyfriend and current husband, um, in Texas, where he's from, and. We were hanging out with some of his mother's friends and we're like, we want to smoke weed. And they were like, okay. <laughs> so it was like, we drove out to this town, felt like a hundred miles, but everything in Texas feels like a hundred miles. And it was like this sort of ratty trailer park and just in their living room. And I don't remember being high really the first time. I just remember being hungry a lot. <laughs> so I always, always said that like, the first time didn't really take. And it wasn't until we got back from that trip and then we were like, yeah, we're going to try to do this more. <laughs> like, let's smoke more weed. And then, and then in high school, was full blown pothead. So I was, I was 16 the first mm-hmm. time. What about you? Uh, I guess I would be 10th grade. Uh, I guess I was uh, 13 or 14. And uh, yeah, I just my one buddy, Jay, the guy that I was talking about with the, the weed from uh, the city, that guy, like we kind of just became friends that year in 10th grade and got into music together and just kind of discovered drinking together. And I worked at a liquor store, so I had like access to free booze. And I was like, this New Year's Eve, we're going to get fucked up. And we had gotten drunk a few times, but I was like, let's get weed because we knew this, mm-hmm. kid Craig, knew this kid Craig, who was a... Uh, we used to call him so laid back, he's horizontal. And he was on our he was on our school bus and he was a chill dude and he liked us. He was just an old, you know, just a hippie kid. So he got us some weed and we didn't smoke any until the uh, day of and we asked him to roll a joint for us because we didn't know anything about it. And we got fucked up on that night. Like we both drank a, like a bottle of actual like a fifth of hard alcohol. We didn't know what we were doing. Yeah, we're just holy shit. Yeah, we're forcing it down. We wound up going to a friend's party, but his friends my or the friend's party that we knew of that was by this park we were at, it was like a family party. So, like, we showed up. We were covered in mud because we were wrestling in the mud and it was raining out. We're drunk as shit. And we were like, we just show up at this family party covered in mud, drunk as fucking shit. And this uh, this responsible adult just took us down to the middle school down the street and just left us in the fucking middle school. We got back up. My friend puked all over himself. We went back to the house. And this dude just brought us to another friend's house who was having a New Year's Eve party. And these guys were, like, having champagne at midnight. But... 
Anyway, like we, my friend puked under the sink. I told my friend's mom that she reminded me of a woman I knew with big tits. Um, I told, I asked my friend's dad if he was finger blasting his wife. Yeah, like it was what a whole fuck? fucking thing. My parents had to come. My father, who was an angry, violent man, was not happy. Everyone was terrified. My mom was very upset. My mom asked the woman, she's like, did, were, you, were people drinking at the party? And the woman's like, well, we had champagne at midnight. It's <laughs> like, all right. Well, this motherfucker had way more than champagne. <laughs> I spent the night vomiting. My friend Jamie's in there vomiting. His parents pick him up, and like that, I knew there was weed in my pocket. Like I had a flannel shirt, and we had smoked like half of a joint. And this is like getting drunk. I knew would fucking be a big thing, but drugs were tantamount to murder. You know, weed was heroin and murder combined. So I woke up the next morning, and I was like, I got to make sure that joint is not in my pocket. I'm hungover as shit, and I sneak down to the basement. My parents just put all my clothes into a garbage bag in the basement to wash eventually, and I opened the bag and. It smelled so much like puke. I just puked right into the fucking bag again. <laughs> I vomited straight into the bag. And now, now I have to sift through the vomit, the fresh vomit and the old vomit while I'm hungover and gagging, looking for the flannel shirt to find the weed. Eventually, as I'm sifting through like the fucking, like a stew, like the three witches in fucking uh, Shakespeare over the cauldron, and I find the fucking flannel shirt. And God, I don't know how it happened, but the whole pocket where the weed was, was ripped off. I don't know how it happened. It was just dangling. <laughs> just, the, just the bottom was left. It was, it was like a flap of like, like dicks get hanging from like the shirt. <laughs> and the fucking, the weed was gone. I sifted through the vomit to see in the bottom of the bag if it was in there and I couldn't find it. And uh, I think I maybe puked a couple one more time, sealed the bag up, washed my hand in like the weird basement sink that you have down there for the washing machine and put like, and then it's like went back up to bed and then woke up the next day and got my, you know, like just desserts. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was the first time I smoked weed. Well, it was way better than my story. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. And, uh, you know, that didn't keep me from. That's the most extra thing I've ever heard. <laughs> What's wrong with you? I know. At least the bag was out of puke. I got he's like, he's like, yeah, I'm like 14. <laughs> Why is that a weird age? Uh, it's fucking weird, yeah. yeah. Oh shit, we got zombie Seth Creed. <laughs> well, you told that story. I have lost the movie. Sorry. Yes, uh, his friends are back from the dead. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There you go. That's all you really know. And he thinks it's why a joke. though? Why? Uh, it's Is never it's explained. Oh, they, they do talk about it. Yeah, they, they oh, okay. they'll talk about it later. Well, they'll talk about it in a minute. So he just assumes it was a bad dream at this point. I just assume you have some story about one time you de- decapitated your friend's head and buried <laughs> him and then dug him up. Like, I you don't have a corresponding story to that. I do not have I'm a Sort of disappointed. Honestly. I apologize. Well, the, you know, the world, uh, my, my, my time is still on this earth. Is yeah, awesome. yeah. You're you're a young man yet. I still have time. Dare to dream. <laughs> One day you'll kill your friend. And I mean, I have some friends that definitely need to. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> if I kill my friends, it's to make them stop talking. And it's not. <laughs> as long as that. Name Bernie. Uh-huh. I, people have known way longer than that guy. <laughs> that definitely need it. Anyway, sorry, JP. Um, <laughs> you got to cut that out. Take that out and post. All right. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, cheese puffs repulse me as well. They're another food I'm disgusted by. Why? 
The finger, the cheese on the fingers is like, there's never a need for that. Why do we need cheese? Just on lick it off. What are you talking about? That's disgusting. Why? That giant, why is, why has the giant plastic thing of cheese balls become ubiquitous in every store you ever go into? A Target has it. Because it's Supermarkets delicious. have it. It's terrible. It should it's, be banned. It's wonderful. They should ban it like plastic bags Cheesy are banned. goodness. It melts in your mouth. What are you talking about? It's awesome. Now I want some. <laughs> Plus, if you had a head laying there, wouldn't you want to toss shit there? Like, you know, cheese yeah, balls. I don't want to touch the cheese balls with my finger. <laughs> All right. Popcorn, then. That's much better. <laughs> Smart food with the cheddar on it. How about that there one? There you go. You eat that right before bed, you wake up with a thousand kernels jammed into your fucking gums. You got to do <laughs> surgery the next morning just to get them the fuck out of there. Bleeding while you're sleeping. What are the three cherries? The the glass. Just <laughs> crabbing his own. There's like a metal, glass cherries next to Seth Green. Oh God, show him, please. Yeah. How do you feel about that makeup job on Seth Green? It's decent. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Really I don't cool. hate it. Well, gray, kind of. Yeah. They I like look. That they look dead, like you know, like. I mean, I like that they're kind of pissed at him. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. they're not just, like, buddies again. They I mean, this guy's the more... yeah. I mean, it's definitely an homage to American Werewolf in London with the buddy, the guy who, after he gets killed, he kills his friend, the werewolf, you know, like, I don't know if you remember that, and then he comes back, David Naughton, and uh, Griffin Dunn. So, I think it's pretty cool little homage to that movie. Wisecracking uh, back mm-hmm. from the dead friends, even though I think Griffin Dunn's not real. That's just a, in the imagination mm-hmm. of uh, David Naughton, but... And another commercial. What about the second time you smoked weed? <laughs> <laughs> Let me check my book. I kept them all written down. I'm like Chris Jericho with my matches, but I wrote down all the bad things. Smoked weed. I um. So I think I did tell this story one time, but um, my brother, my little brother, we're like 18 months apart. He was um, a little bit of a pothead, too, when I was, and it was one of the things that bonded us, one of the very few things that bonded us, because we were very rough with each other when we were young, and, um, but we would get along about smoking weed, and so we wanted to ride to town, as you call it, when you live in the sticks, and, um, but he was super paranoid, so he would not drive with weed in his truck, and I was always never concerned about that. So I wanted to get high on the way because that's another thing. When you live in the sticks, you, you know, want to ride around and smoke pot. And so he was like, well, we have to stop somewhere before we get to town. And we're not going to tote this weed around with us this whole time. I'm like, okay. So we just picked the stop sign and we dig a hole. And we bury the weed <laughs> at the stop sign, and then we go to town, <laughs> and then we have to come back <laughs> just because he wouldn't have it in his truck, and he was super paranoid. That's smart, though. That makes sense to me if you don't want to have it in there. It's 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 excessive, but, but I mean, you know, I I, I, was, I do appreciate it. I appreciate that. I was he was giving you a ride. I was going to. Canada once I just decided me and my buddy my buddy just said let's go on vacation which way do you want to go and we go north so we just went to Montreal and we stopped in like Vermont and Lake Champlain and uh 
I had been to a bar and this guy, Al, had given me his one hitter and a bag of weed. He's like, I gotta, I'm working for the union now. I can't smoke weed anymore. Here, take this. He just gave me all this weed. This happened to be like two days before this trip. And we're driving up to Montreal and right before we see the border, it's like, you know, it says like last one mile to the Canadian border. I'm like, fuck. Well, I'm going to smoke as much of this weed as I can. Of course. Because I'm, I'm not going to fucking leave it. I'm not going to risk dealing with the Canadian police. Well, yeah. So I smoked fucking as much as I could in like 15, you know, the, the ride, the, the last mile. We pulled over. I was like, remember this stop. We're going to come back <laughs> on the way as we're driving through fucking uh, North New Hampshire, whatever the fuck we're driving to. So my buddy's driving. He's driving my car, too. And we get to the fucking dude at the thing. Um, and the guy asked my buddy all these questions. And then he asked my buddy two questions. And he goes, hey, which question did I ask you twice? And my buddy's like, you asked me where I work. The guy's like, good job. And he turns to me. And he just goes, you know, like, so where do you, what do you do for work? And I just looked at the dude and went, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> no fucking words, no diction, no fucking verbiage, just fucking like, vomited sounds at this dude. The dude, without hesitation, goes, all right, pull up to the left over there and uh, meet, meet us inside. And my buddy's like, you couldn't get one fucking sentence right. You couldn't say one. You can just say where you were. It's like, nope. And then we had to sit there and watch this dude pull everything out of my car, go through everything I had, check every little nook and cranny of my truck, and it was a rough one. But, and then we did not go back for the weed, for the record. Once again, you've one up to me in these stories. <laughs> Sorry. I'm going to stop telling the stories because they're that's, lame. Sorry. That's <laughs> I'm not realizing true. now. That's not true. Really. That they're very lame. <laughs> did you ever work at a fast food place? Oh, there's a. Tim Capel's favorite actor, <laughs> Joey Slotnick. And I believe that was Tom DeLonge of Blink-182, who was the other employee, who I believe is another Tim fan. So. Mm-hmm. Did t- you ever work at a fast food place? No, I was a waitress when I was a teenager, but never did fast food. What about you? No, I did not. Um, the liquor store was the uh, closest. That's a cool job. Yeah, that was great. I'm sure there are no stories from that job. <laughs> I don't even ask for those. I won't. Uh, I can tell you some. Yeah, there's a few. Ugh! Look at this guy. <laughs> is this a jungle-themed uh, burger jungle? Okay, yes. Yeah, man. Because those go together for whatever reason. Well, maybe it's monkey meat in the Dogs. burger. Do you remember when McDonald's was, was supposed to be... Um, Monkey. Kangaroo meat? No, there was like a uh, thing that it was made of uh, kangaroo. Ugh, no. Like an urban legend of bullshit, kind of like the you know chicken food. I've chicken. literally never heard that. Yeah, check the annals of my mind, and you might be able to find that that where that came from. But look it up; I'm sure it's somewhere. Check more Google, soup, but more soup you'll meet. Gross. That's my that's my punk man name. <laughs> oh gosh, I think that his him and his friends have made up here now. You know, they've seen. Like they're used to it. He's smoking weed out of his own head, I believe. That's what's happening. Here. That's yeah. um, that's pretty metal, I would say. This movie has a great soundtrack too. It's got it a does. Little, like fun shit. So they're he's knitting. Bless him. His mama <laughs> must have taught him that. Well, if you're if you if you introduce a knitting needle, in the first act, you have to use it. Have you ever that's used your friend's decapitated head as a bong? No, as oh. a uh, as an orifice for pleasure but not as a bomb right that makes sense Mm -hmm. 
I think technically you could make the bottle in Seth Green's head a bong too. Hmm. Yeah, I guess you, you gotta get through the glass though. You gotta yeah, make a yeah. you have to make yeah. a carb or something in there. You can yeah. work it out. Yeah, with, you can, with some you can tubing. Mm-hmm. What was your first experience with a bong? Did you fuck it up? Did you ever blow? Uh, did you ever breathe in and blow the fucking uh, the weed out of the <laughs> out of the bowl? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You do like the Woody Allen and a boy. You feel like ball. a real dipshit when you do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's always a rough one. But I always liked it. Sometimes it would be dry because we had like a a green plastic one, and that thing's like look like at the time we didn't really appreciate it i don't think as much as we should have because it was amazing <laughs> when i think back but uh i didn't like it dry i like water and in, in it mm-hmm. and um use gin we used to use gin oh shit i never used never put used some ice or put ice cubes in there too yeah we Make put ice in it yeah um but that thing was a it was an all-star and but, uh, and so like mm, six months ago, I got nostalgic for a bong and I went to a, a shop here and I bought a $60 glass bong with Batman all over it. Uh, bat bong. Um, Back in my day, it would always have a wizard on there, but I guess <laughs> Batman's bigger. Well, I'm a mark for Batman. Mm. So I was like, sold. And um, it's on my patio because... I smoked that bong. I got the biggest hits I've ever gotten. <laughs> it was so fucking intense. And I was coughing my guts out. Like I had like bong lung. Like it was, <laughs> it was hurting. It was hurting so bad. And, but it, like the high is so good, but my lungs could not sustain it. <laughs> like I'm like, I can't do it. And plus cleaning it. Like it's a whole thing to clean the bong because it was clear glass and I feel weird sitting there smoking stuff it's my OCD I guess but I can't sit there and smoke out of like a dirty bong if I can like see the resin in there it freaks me out and so it is hard to clean it's not it's not easy so I just I kind of stopped using it and it still sits on my patio right now the idea of cleaning a bong is insane to me, by the way. Yeah, like, I don't want to, and that's why I think about, like, the, you gotta the, weave all the, no, you weave the resin to build up, so that when, know, you, run, when I, you run out of weed, you break it, and then you smoke that resin. See, that's what I said, too, but then I'm just, like, the more I look at it, I'm like, no, I gotta clean this motherfucker, I can't do it, I can't do it, I can't do it, it just, like, I don't know, I'm just old now, I guess, but <laughs> I, I it, the moral of the story is to not have a clear bong. You need to have it be opaque so that you cannot see the <laughs> grossness. Or, or just not care. You just not or, care. Or that, but like, you know, I'm a, I'm a grown person, so. You ever smash a bong open to get the resin out because no, you're so, no, you're, so coked, you're so coked up that you got to try to go to sleep at six <laughs> no, in the morning? No, no. This motherfucker it. about to cut his hand no. off right now. That little part was in the trailer when he goes, uh, look at me on Motherface, Seth Green. That was like the big trailer moment, I remember. Like he's still holding it. He turns that away. Nope. It's a smart hand. He knows not to get chopped. Oh! Not gonna work, friend. 
What is that like? Uh, the game is that Rochambeau where you take the knife and stick it through your fucking fingers? Was yeah, the... like. Doo, 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 doo. Yeah. Oh, I would. Um, that would not work. It's a great Twilight Zone episode where they do that. I think it's Lance Henriksen yeah. in it, and they cut their fingers off. Yeah. Oh. Have you ever done that? Not cut your fingers off, but played the game with the. Yes, I mean, once again, not to mention my sister again, but yes, she used to do it to me. You know? Oh, well, that's as, not fun. As you as you get older, you would do it yourself, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why is that so repulsive, the cauterizing of a fucking wound like that? It is, oh. It's intense, yeah. But that hurts. That's one of those things that gets me annoyed all the time, that, like, that's such a thing, too, like, ramp. Like, when you're a kid, you learn that, like, no matter what, you got to stick the, the, the gunpowder in the wound and light it on fire and, like, cauterize okay. it. Handling it pretty well. I don't think that bitch James Franco handled it as well in 127 uh, hours. <laughs> that bitch James Franco. Legendary stoner James Franco. Excuse you. Yeah, sure. We could have uh, could have done This is the End. That's a great... Uh, oh, I fucking love that movie. That movie's fucking movie. insane. Got one of my favorite weed scenes, which uh, when Danny McBride's uh, smoking in the bathtub and they don't even Hell know yeah. he's Hell house. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, also, Pineapple Express. Crazy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. movie. Like we're I yeah, thinking of a weed movie and like you know horror is kind of like my main thing and like also Cabin in the Woods came to mind since that movie is the weed is what saves the guy. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, the world ends, but Spoiling. and like yeah, but uh, yeah, him smoking weed in there and it's I think I don't know if it's he's got a contraption he's got the coffee mug that turns into the bong. Mm-hmm. This guy's got the fucking uh, the uh, dispenser the What's it called? Asthma inhaler. Asthma inhaler. Yeah, yeah that turns into that. So I don't know. Maybe we'll homage, we'll nod to this movie. I think which, which would be cool. Maybe, yeah. I mean, you could choose pretty much any Friday the Thirteenth movie. I mean, I mean, Kevin Bacon definitely smokes weed in the first one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm a, you know, the whole concept of like horror movies being moralistic and uh, punishing sins because like people do drugs and fuck in them. To me, that's that's just added on. That's just people reading into it. I always just looked at it as it's just a way to get them away from the other characters. That's it. Like it's just an easy way. Like how else are you gonna get this person alone? Like what besides to take a leak? But like what else do you do alone if you're camping when you go? All right, we, me and this person are leaving. Well, mm-hmm. you're obviously going to do drugs or fuck. Like in your real life, no one ever leaves to do play anything cards, other. make a meal, knit. You do that. You do that um, not secretly. You don't. You do watch that with TV. Someone. Like, there's TV. a bunch of things you could do. On TV at a campsite in the '80s. Come on. Yeah, sure. <laughs> You're being a. Make arts and crafts. At two in the morning, mm-hmm. alone. Okay. I'm just saying. <laughs> you should write. It's well. always about the morals. It's always about the sin. Speaking of sin. Mm-hmm. Alba appears just as, <laughs> just as an angel. That's funny. I don't really have an Alba thing, but uh, she's uh, she's just th- meh for me. I mean, I don't, respectfully. I mean, all due respect. <laughs> just it's fine. <laughs> I all, have due respect, no all due respect opinion. is one of those things. People, <laughs> it's one of those things people say right before they insult you. All due respect, <laughs> Rocco. Shut up! No, that's not but, what I like the wreath on the, the it's the wreath of skulls, which is uh, yes, yeah, that's my other metal man. <laughs> yeah, she does look pretty hot, I'll say. Yeah, I mean that's just 
as hot as that giant cleaver covered in blood looks also. <laughs> I have never lived in a house that had a cleaver in it. Me either. But that knife in my house? No, thank you. Like, uh-uh. This is not smart. I mean, in the house I live in currently. Where you need a fucking cleaver. What <laughs> culinary adventures are you on? You are a housewife. Like, <laughs> what are she you doing? Her, she gets her meat right from uh, the guy from uh, <laughs> right from uh, the, the, the the guy from uh, the Brady Bunch, Sam there, the Butcher. You got there. You sure brings did. the meat right there. Huh? Uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, in my house, I do not own. Well, I'm not gonna say I don't own a gun, just in case anyone wants to come get me. But there are <laughs> baseball bats. There are there are weapons hidden in every room of my my house. And this comes from being a, a latchkey kid and being terrified as a kid. And also living, I lived on my own since I was like 18. So I was still fucking, and lived in this weird, my first apartment was this weird ass fucking house that uh, was very strange. So I was just always paranoid of that shit. So, and I lived I kind of in the ghetto for a while when I was a little older. So you just kind of have weapons in your room. I mean, I definitely have like, I once had a bedroom where a guy opened the window and saw me and just shut the window and left. Holy <laughs> shit. So yeah. What I mean, weapon did you use on him? Um, I think I peed on him because I was drunk oh, as shit. shit. All right. No, I think my I my just the weapon, sir. My just looking at him. Maybe the cockroaches in that apartment scared him. That was a disgusting <laughs> place I lived in. But, so why do you think burritos are such a stoner? Oh. <laughs> uh, because they just brought two burritos for the guy, and they're all high, right? So why is a burrito just like you? When you think of food as a stoner food, that's a thing, right? It's a bur- not oh, for burrito. Me. No, definitely not. Like, so like Taco Bell gets considered like stoner food. I mean, around here it used to be open weight. In New Jersey, it was the latest place that was open. They used to be open until two in New Jersey. Well, but even then, I'm not thinking burrito when I think Taco Bell. So, really? Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I just maybe maybe different experiences. But to yeah. me, that's kind of uh, associated with like, as like a stoner food. Um, you don't eat food, right? I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> I won't. I won't ask any food questions. <laughs> I mean, can you explain the concept of pizza to me? <laughs> you are Italian, or you claim <laughs> to be, so you explain it to me. I'm only I'm only the Italian for the curse words. I'm not in for the food. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> Fun <ghoul. laughs> This dude just stuck a um a fork in his friend's head and mm-hmm. then um um piked it back onto his body. So yeah. Well, I mean, how long are you gonna have this guy? Yeah, you want yeah, C- yeah. to CGI mean, a fucking head off this dude for the whole movie? Like, they gotta figure that out. They don't have the budget for that shit. They had to reshoot the ending for this movie too, so they don't have money wasted on just fucking decapitated heads. Half the movie went to Seth Green's salary. <laughs> went to the burrito budget. That oh, cleaver. Shit. That cleaver too. That cleaver, yeah, for sure. He just called her baby snakes. Gross! I would hit somebody in the face for that shit. It's a Frank Zappa song. I don't really know how it applies to this. It doesn't. (laughs) So here's a great thing for me to watch. A nice food scene that's repulsive. Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ. What's your favorite food to not eat? (laughs) <laughs> I am a I am a big I don't know I like fruit a lot I like uh, salad a lot 
I'm a big pizza fan. I do like pizza. <laughs> um, um, if I'm going to go out, like I do like going to like a bar and having like a, a beer and like a burger and fries, you know, I like that. I don't want to watch anyone else eat, though. I find it repulsive and disgusting, and no one should ever eat in front of me, but especially wings. You shouldn't be allowed to eat wings in public. That should be illegal. <laughs> like, weed is, was illegal until 2022, and motherfuckers could eat wings in front of me since the, I was born. <laughs> Fucking insane. You could dip your... Why is it acceptable to dip your actual fingers into the blue cheese? No other food. No Ew, other... Who does that? Nobody does that. Disgusting people I know eat it like that, man. They just go all the way. In. No, when they're holding the wing, they just go all the way in there. And you're like, like, no, nah, I don't like it. You should have like a cup, a shallow cup. These motherfuckers want to get all that blue cheese open, man. You should have to wear a beekeeper's keeper's helmet while you eat wings in public. <laughs> this should be the only way you're allowed. Otherwise, it should be illegal. There should just be an island where people ride motorcycles and eat wings and talk on cell phones in public, and then all those people just stay on that island, and then we blow it up. But that's just me. I'm not a chip guy either. <laughs> chip guy. I'm not a chip dude. What's the chip guy? I just like eating chips. I think it's annoying and gross. I once got really high and ate a whole bag of Doritos and didn't chew. It's kind of. And I. And I, I I stuck them in whole, but like ass first, not point first. So like I just shredded the two corners of my mouth so deeply. Like I woke up the next morning and could barely like, like my mouth was just annihilated because I was super high and ate chips. We shouldn't be recording these, these, <laughs> these admissions. Like, it's like when you get that bar pie and it's a thousand degrees, the cheese, but you're so fucking hungry and you want to eat it, but it's so hot and you just burn the roof of your mouth. So Was there a local bowling alley in your town that you hung out with? <laughs> I mean, that's where these guys met for a drink. <laughs> I like a bowling alley. Like, I like a, um, I don't know, kind of run down one, you know. I think that's probably just because that's what I grew up with. But I didn't get to go that often. It's kind of expensive um, as an activity. Yeah, I mean, they're cool, though. Um, but I love bowling. Like, I think it's really fun. I, I, I'm decent at it, like, I guess. Um, Anytime I start doing well, I psych myself out. And I yeah, yeah, same. But it is cool that there you have bars on them, which is a thing when I... Yes, do, like, that is the thing. Yes. My mom used to run the league in town, so I would go hang out with her all Saturday while, like, and just run around the bowling alley while she was, like, in charge of this league. And I never really thought of the fact that people were just drinking at, like, noon on a Saturday. And then as I got a little older, I'm like, shit, like, there is one well, that used to be close to the house by mine. But well, like, right, like, pre-COVID, we discovered, like... Not local, like it was a bit of a drive, so that was a bit of a bummer. But like, there were cool um, bowling alleys that had like bars in them that were separate, and then there were like arcades. So we could bring the kid, and the kid could arcade because he didn't fuck with bowling. So it's like he could play, and then I could go play pool over here <laughs> mm. and get the bar and play pool or play or do bowling if I wanted to. So. But then, like, that was short-lived, because I swear, COVID was, like, right, right as soon as we found these places. <laughs> you go bowling, and then someone shows up with their own ball, and you just go, all right, never yeah, mind. Yeah, No, yeah. thanks. I'll see you. Yeah. I'll go play with the other people down the street. I mean, I got super drunk bowling once with a friend of mine, and we were doing ridiculous. They shut the lane off, like, three times. <laughs> like, 
I did like a fucking uh, whisper. What's the the Hardy Boy? I did the whisper in the wind off his back oh, with the ball God. and threw it down the thing. And I threw it down while he was down there. I fell into the ball return. It was a whole fucking thing. Oh. Well, that's a big nugget. <laughs> <clears throat> Look, he's he wants to get he's his. He's eating Doritos like you do. Yeah, the right way. <laughs> See, Green wants to get him high, and so I was like, no, this is not a time for weed. So that's the big, uh, that's what he's got to overcome in this movie. Does he need weed or not? Is it a crutch? He needs it. We all need it. That onk hanging from the, the mirror. That's a, that's a pretty good chunk of weed, like, for this time period. Like, <laughs> I wasn't getting, like, bud like that. Yeah, that's true. There ain't no shake in that, right? Yeah. Uh-oh, that was good. Where are you getting this weed from, dude? I assume that they're, uh, I don't know. I'm assuming they're in California, right? I would think so. I didn't look at the license plate that said big truck before. But <laughs> <laughs> probably. It looks like the house from Disturbia a little bit, too. For some Dude, I was going to say that I was getting Disturbia. It's that wall, that rock wall. Yeah, the and, retaining and wall. The lawn. Yeah, yeah. I love that movie, too. That's a great movie. I just watched it for the first time fairly oh, recently. Oh, God, it is so good. Yeah, it was solid show. Shia LaBeouf is, like, legit. Like, he gets a lot of fucking hate for being weird, but dude knows what's up. Like, he is amazing. I, I love when people are surprised that a person who decided to become an actor for a living is weird. Like, oh, what a surprise. This guy who does who does make-believe nonsense yeah, for a yeah, living yeah. is, oh, he's a weird he's dude. He's a weird dude, yeah. Like, we put too much... I'm into his weirdness. I don't give a shit. He can do whatever he wants. Well, he's also I mean, been a child actor. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's also been a child actor his whole life, yeah. so he's obviously yeah. just, you know, he has no idea how to be a human, so. Right. <laughs> Barf breath. That's great. It's like, uh, you can't do that on television, right? Remember that show on Nickelodeon or no? I do. Well, I was not a big Nickelodeon kid, but I do remember that show. You know, the cook was named Barf. Mm-hmm. Barf's Burgers. That's how I feel when I see a burger. It's one of Barf every time. Yeah, yeah, obviously. <laughs> There's mayonnaise on it for sure. Oh, Why are her nipples hard in this scene? Jack she, knows where they kissed you. Your nipples are hard. I don't know. It was it was hard before. Yeah. Okay. There you go. <laughs> Nipple patrol over here. <laughs> Do you recognize Jack Noseworthy from any other other? Uh... Films a, a, a ton, but I couldn't tell you any of them. Jack Noseworthy. He's not Stephen Dorff. Just so you know. <laughs> Movies and TV shows. And he wasn't in the Torkelsons either. <laughs> Are you sure? Mm-hmm. And it's pretty cool. He's wearing a Quiet Ride shirt, and the other guy was wearing a Megadeth shirt in this. I, uh, I oh, that do... that movie Alive. Yeah, definitely saw that and was obsessed with that movie. Oh, the soccer movie. Or cannibalism movie, depending on how yep. you look at it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> It's definitely the cannibalism movie. <laughs> I feel like there's something else, too, that's... Encino Man, for sure. I did think of, um, speaking of Paulie Shore, I did think of Biodome, but I oh, don't I know... I that Biodome. It is on Pluto, but I don't know... They're definitely stoners, but... It's like a PG movie, kind of. So I don't know if they actually smoke weed in the movie. So I well, kind they of didn't... grow weed. 
and oh. there's implied weed, but it doesn't really show weed as much as this movie does. So I'm an expert in that movie. Did you ever have a barbed wire necklace like him? No, I did not. So this chick with the kiss makeup. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you see, are you at that scene just yet? Not quite. Okay. Um, let me know. To, to a couple making out both wearing kiss makeup in a car. That's a little on the nose, ain't it? <laughs> they need you to know that they're fans. Nose-worthy. <laughs> a little on the nose. Right <laughs> he's going to put it in her Joey Slotnick. Okay, yep, they're making out now. Okay. Um, that chick is Kelly Monaco. She was like a Playboy chick, and I believe she's married to Billy Zane. Ooh, yeah. lucky girl, huh? I could be wrong. You're but, looking it up, aren't you? Um, yeah. Uh, she was on General Hospital, so I'm wrong. She's a General Hospital person. Okay. Oh, well, she was she was on Baywatch, but I, I she is a Playboy person. But I swear to God, she was married to a Nicholas. <laughs> but I mean, there's your titties. So we'll just <laughs> Google who was married to Billy Zane to find out who you're thinking of. Mm-hmm. I'm not that interested. I'm not going to Google anything while there's a woman's breasts on the screen. That seems. Seems like sixteen. That seems like sixteen-year-old me would invent a time machine, come here, and smack me in the face for not looking at a pair of titties. <laughs> that was a nice little interlude, right? You got a little, little, little gore scene just thrown in there while you thought mm-hmm. the hand is on the rampage. Hell yeah! It hasn't killed that many people, you know. Like no, we haven't thing. seen any tits to this point either. So no, so you have to throw a little bit in yeah. there. Which at the time too, you know, like it's uh, you keep get like after Scream, a lot of PG thirteen horror became kind of the thing too. Where like, mm-hmm. nah, I'm trying to keep it a little, especially those movies too. Like Scream was not a titty movie, you know. They kind of kept that out of there, so oh, yeah. that in there. that's pretty cool for these guys. And their prom with the offspring playing. <laughs> Sorry, As Halloween. It dance. should be. <laughs> the the dances in these movies are always so wild. Like I don't know. Did you go to school dances? I did not. We used to do all these. Jessica Alba has some good moves, man. Holy shit! What the fuck? Her friends just bopping like a bunny. Um, we used to have the we used to have all nighters at my school where they would just have what? The kids, yeah, the kids would come and they would lock you in the school for like twenty four hours. Um, I would tend the to fuck, man. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty wild. They would keep you like in the gym, and there was like there was like two gyms in my high school, and they would just kind of segregate those two gyms from every the rest of the school, and you would come and sleep over. Um, I think I went to one. I remember, and I got I locked myself out because me and this chick went to go smoke weed, and uh, appropriately enough, and uh, yeah, they were they weren't as debaucherous as you would think, because only nerds did it. Because <laughs> no, right, like, like cool None people. Of the cool kids are not going to school to spend the fucking. Money. Yeah, and my buddy Jeff was the fucking school principal. Uh, school, he's the principal. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was the class president, and he was like kind of organizing. Uh, Craig rather, and uh, so yeah, we would go like. I would go hang out with him for a little bit and then maybe bounce a little bit, but yeah. So the Southern version of that is to do it at church, to have lock-ins at church. And church kids don't give a fuck. (laughs) They will do debaucherous shit in the fucking sanctuary. (laughs) (laughs) So this is not smart. (laughs) Yeah, the the Catholic school in my town was known uh, notorious for those kids just being wild fucking Oh, fuck yeah. Which was good because it was right around the corner from my house. So. 
Saint Thomas the Apostle. I, I don't I don't know that I ever did a lock in. Maybe once, but it was PG if I did. Yeah, they weren't very pre debauchery. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, they might have been. There might have been more that were out of my uh, scope of knowledge at the time too. I had a girlfriend that lived in a different town as well, so I was doing a lot of stuff just autonomously from the rest of my friends that were in in the school, the yeah. town that I was in. Timothy Stack from Son of the Beach, <laughs> uh, right here with his little role, which is a guy I love. I mean, you probably recognize him, but. He also played himself. On I was stuck on Son of the Beach um, for a minute there, trying to figure that one out. Son of the Beach is like a Baywatch spoof. It was produced by Howard Stern. It was one of the big FX shows that they, one of the first FX shows that got them a lot of notoriety. It, it does uh, sound familiar, but I can't. Yeah, it was a Baywatch spoof. It was great. Good stuff. He was the uh, writer and the star. And then he later played himself on My Name is Earl. It's weird to be in a place like at night that you're not used to being, like going to school after hours or yeah, yeah, you know, like a like a like a professional building, like a doctor's building after hours, right? Or, something like that. or like, like a, a mall. Yeah, right. I mean, shit. That's just like the dream, right? Like, there's a reason why Night of the Comet is like such a great like, or Dawn of the Dead, where you just want to do that, you know, like just run around the mall. Always did, yeah. I was always obsessed with that idea. Well, it's weird because, like, the cavernous nature of it and the sounds and your mind just will start playing tricks on you mm-hmm. in the dark mm-hmm. like that. Like, your body, like, your mind makes human shapes. Like, it mm-hmm. does that to, it just does that naturally. Like, it wants to see the shapes it knows. Mm-hmm. So that's why you think you see a human in the, like, in the shadows because your brain knows that shape, you know, and it wants to make it there. So it will, it will do it there. Kind of like night. Sense. Yeah, kind of like, uh, what is it? Uh, night terror, not night terrors. Um. When you wake up in the sleep black. paralysis, sleep paralysis, yeah, which I used to suffer from greatly when I uh, oh, really? started work- when I started working overnights at a job and my sleep schedule was so fucked up, I just would have them constantly and just wake up with a black image on my chest and I couldn't move. And oh shit! Fucking terrifying, yeah. Ugh. Kind of like a DTS thing. If you've ever like been a, <laughs> if ever been boozing a little too hard. Uh, well, we'll not dry out. And look forward to those. Yeah, you'll see some spiders are like crawling all over the room. Can't wait for it. Yeah, that's not a joke, man. Oh, the hand is sharpening its nails in the pencil sharpener. That's pretty great right there. Yeah, like right to the bone. Mm. Bone home. Finally, the hero has met the poor fuck who can't get the shit together. It's pretty cool that they're like on their own different paths and they have to yeah. finally they don't converge to like the last fucking like 20 minutes of the movie. She's kind of like the uh, Scatman Crothers in The Shining, you know, got to come cross country and help this dude out. Yeah. He's lasting a little bit longer <laughs> than he did. Oh, she's trying to kill him, though. He's got the he's got the hand. Like, bitch, know. already fucking cut it off. So the hand needs to take her to hell at midnight. So we ain't got much time. Oh. <laughs> Man, his little stomp looks 
gross. <laughs> it's pretty great. Lead singer of uh, Offspring is wearing an AFI t-shirt. Band that recently defied wrestling fans with the, the with the CM Punk theme song coming back. And a bunch of people argued about something as fucking stupid as that. Wrestling fans wouldn't do that. What are you talking about? That's true. Why would they argue over the douche manouche of life? <laughs> I love this dude wearing a Bill Clinton mask in the crowd. <laughs> What's scarier than that? Yeah, I guess if you're an intern. <laughs> you always get confused when you see those kind of those doors, that like exit doors that have the push on there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like in my school... In my school, they were usually chained shut. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds right. Because kids would just be ba- would bounce the fuck out of school if you didn't, which makes mm-hmm. I don't think you could do that now. In the nineties and eighties, you could get away with that shit, but like fire exits you could were not do that. <laughs> fire exits were more like suggestions back then, kind of like car seats and things like that. You know, like do we just suggest you do this? You don't really have to if you don't want to. They go on lockdown now. Like you got to show your fucking birth certificate to get in the school now and getting out is even harder so yeah if you want to show up to take your kid to school there might be like an active shooter girl called while you're fucking mm-hmm. you're banging on the door so you get like a little siege at the end you get a little carry-esque siege at the at the dance which is uh cool you know? i like yeah i like that I mean, it's a it's a rare killer. How many movies just have a killer hand? You know, you get the, the hand of Orlock, uh, Oliver Stone's <laughs> horror movie. The hand was a big one with Michael Caine. He's a cartoonist. Caine. He's a cartoonist that gets his hand cut off. Oh. Good thing you sharpened they, they do a good job, I think, at um, the special effects not looking total shit. You know, because. Yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, they 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 could really like cheap out, but I feel like it looks good. Well, the I hand is, up. you know, that's an actor, you know, that's yeah, a, yeah. That's, you know, that's that's just green screen. That's not CGI yeah. completely, and right, just, right, it helps you like your your brain. Like we were saying, your eye knows that shit. Mm-hmm. You don't know why you know that shit, but your brain knows that shit. Like fucking <laughs> that stupid fucking Christmas movie with the dead-eyed people running around, the Polar Express. Oh shit! Yeah. Like your brain knows that shit ain't right, you know. The yeah, uncanny yeah. valley yeah, of I it all. I can't watch that fucking movie. Oh, God. Uncanny imagine. valley. Um, My wife's uh, younger brother watched it every day, all day long for years. So no, she, thank you. She she she's like me with mayonnaise. If she sees that movie, wants <laughs> to fucking vomit. And and the you know like the makeup still looks good and yeah, a lot for of good a little... practical stuff. Yeah. For a low budget, in, not indie, but a low budget movie, yeah. And then that's like every like it's very well conceived. Like like you were saying, the lighting is amazing. It's not just here's a boring shot. Like there's like the editing's like real tight. The way they cut to little scenes. Like, it's just a real neat movie that yeah, you know, fell into the cracks. And uh, I think it you know it's ripe for a rediscovery by people. I'm mm-hmm. sure all it takes is the right person to to, to retweet champ- it or something. Yeah, champion it, and it's, you know. <laughs> We need to bring back Devin Sawa, that's what I'm saying. Sure. You didn't get eaten by the crocodile in Wild America? I don't think so. Oh, that's good. <laughs> What's scarier, an airplane crashing or getting eaten by a crocodile? Oh, my God. That is terrible. Well, one of my greatest fears is 
becoming poop for another animal. So like, but also plane crash is way up there. Like if you were on a plane, if if you went on a plane and they offered a free cyanide pill, so if the plane starts going down, you could take it before a shark can eat you. Would you would you take that for an extra would, five bucks? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> five bucks. <laughs> yeah. You gotta get their money. Not everyone's gonna use it. You turn it back in if you don't use it. You can't just take it off the plane. That's, that's gotta wild. be real careful with it though. Yeah, and then also like take it from me. Also, when I get off the plane, just yeah, you can't just run around with the cyanide. Yeah, it's just for the plane. yeah, like. Yeah, I'm renting the cyanide pill. That's um, a weird. That's a weird way to roofie a drink with a cyanide. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm I feel like you're a necro necrophile. Maybe you could do it that way. But yeah, I would do that. Like if I just saw a shark, I would want to have a cyanide pill. And yeah. Just yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm. And I'm, I ain't trying to live through a plane crash either. Like. Mm-mm. No. Not at all. I, I, mm-mm. Especially not above the ocean. Uh, especially yes. I mean, getting caught in a crocodile roll, right? The death roll. That might be a rough one for you. <sighs> that is also very terrifying. I just think when you're poop inside its stomach and it does the death roll, and then you're getting all rattled around. That's not good, man. That is not good. Uh, yeah. It's just, is that weird? Is that weird to have that as a fear? No, not at all. No? Okay. I wouldn't want to be eaten by a cannibal and then him have eat like a sandwich yeah, with mayonnaise on it. Just... Well, if he eats like a mayonnaise sandwich after it and then my body gets mixed with mayonnaise, <laughs> oh my God, that's worse than the, the getting eaten by the cannibal. Oh. Now I get, I'm, when I become poop, I'm poop and mayonnaise together. You're double poop after that. Dude. That's just rough. Yeah, I wouldn't want that. I would not want that. I would rather eat a poop than a, a spoonful of mayonnaise. I'll tell you that right now. Oh like my a, God, sir. Like a horse poop. You know, like a good one. <laughs> Tasty kind of poop, not like a human one. What? Look at that. a horse poop is uh, amazing. Why? No, oh, it's just like hay. Kind of smells good. It smells like a, like, a, like a candle. Like I could, I could see a candle being a horse poop candle. Yeah. You don't think a house would smell nice if it was like a nice horse poop candle? No, anyway. no, I did not. I hate movie you, scenes. You're from New Jersey. You don't know a horse poop. <laughs> Hey, there's only most of New Jersey's fucking woods and fucking farms. There ain't no horses though. What? God, you know, no, nothing, kid. It's the Garden State for a reason. Got lots of gardens. And by gardens, I mean farms. Gardens with horses. Horses. Okay. You don't have a horse in every. We have a horse in every garden. It's New Jersey's motto. <laughs> Christine Todd Whitman did that when she changed the taxes for the WWF. She put a horse in every garden. Um, I fucking hate movies that have heating vent scenes. Like Hi. Die Hard and shit and Alien, I fucking hate that. The claustrophobia is is too much for me to handle. It's a lot. Like I don't want to watch this and then go to bed. Even then, this is a giant vent because two dudes fit in it and one of them is very chunky. <laughs> so like, this is the least claustrophobic vent you're ever gonna see. I don't want to be in there. Fuck that shit. Oh, that ain't good. That might be a little heavy. Just saying. Just saying. Oof. It's kind of cute that they dressed uh, like a group costume. God, mm-hmm. what what is the corniest? You definitely have done a couple's costume or a friend couple or some kind of costume, haven't you? <laughs> well, at a <laughs> at a Comic Con, we did a group. Um, you know the <laughs> the show Archer, like the, the animated guy, the, the, animated <laughs> show Archer. I was gonna say the Green Arrow guy, but yes, I know Archer. <laughs> so we did a group um, Archer 
cosplay for like Comic Con during their co- costume contest, and we won. We won oh, best. Yeah. I, <laughs> I was Pam. Is that the Katie Segal or the no, Jessica she, Walter? She the, the, the blonde. The blonde, the Chucky yeah. blonde with the dolphin. Um, yes, yes. Yeah. So, yeah, that was. I was I was quite a bit heavier at the time, so it worked out. But, um, <laughs> yeah, that was we were great. Like we looked awesome, so we won. It was the nerdiest, but also the best. There you go. So this movie now is like hitting on a they they're kind of nailing a lot of different horror things now. They got puppets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you hit the puppets, but yeah, like now, like, you know, lots of homages, lots of little nods to classic horror movies. What's a horror movie without a puppet? I always say. The best ones have puppets. The ghoulies, the munchies, gremlins, the master of puppets, pulling your strings. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this they are creepy, re- like dolls in general. Yeah, there's some people with some severe doll fucking fears. And there's some severely demented dolls that people own for some godforsaken It's valid. Yeah. Some dolls are really fucking creepy. (laughs) Just said, who's your fucking daddy today? (laughs) Oh, no. Uh Uh-uh. No, thank you. Oh, that doll looks so fucking creepy. Uh -uh. (laughs) Uh-uh. What's creepier, masks or dolls? Dolls. When I was a kid, I hated when chicks would have the, for some reason, like the comedy and tragedy masks were a very popular item for mm-hmm. chicks to have in their room. God, I hated those fucking things. Masks never bothered me. My one uncle had a suit of armor next to his uh, front door. <laughs> That's funny. And the sword was a wetter opener. So he would pop the water opener right there. But as a young boy, I would just stare at the fucking face of that thing and just be like, I know something's in there. I know something's in there. He's coming. He's coming for me. Staring at that thing. I'm just like exhausted watching Devin Sawa's like physical performance in this movie because he has not stopped moving. Like for a pothead, (laughs) he's very energetic. (laughs) <laughs> well, the, the the hand. Well, now, yeah, even without the hand, he's still yeah, like, all he's, over the place. I mean, he's just in constant motion. Oh, okay. I mean, now like is naked now. <laughs> I'm so offended. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's. I keep thinking Chris Farley, like just the, his the, and James. Yeah, so his, yeah, his kind of, just the ability just to keep moving and just. But like, it's so it's, frantic. Yeah, it's just kinetic energy, just yeah. not stopping. I don't think we had an auto shop in my high school. We we did. It was in a separate building, and the the bad kids used to go back there and huff gas. <laughs> I, I was never brave. I, I was pretty, like, relatively hardcore for where I lived, but I was not huffing gas. <laughs> that was not happening. Yeah, I've never done that. Or I pa- draw or, the line somewhere, you know? Or huff paint. Yeah, well... Whippets. Yeah. Probably as extreme as I get on that. This puppet. Like, who made this goddamn puppet? Somebody insane. <laughs> oh, they're gonna they're gonna save the day with weed. 
the zombie weed smoking uh yep there we go that is the ultimate have you ever made a pipe out of a pipe (laughs) (laughs) this is a spoon i I, I will whittled it out of a bigger spoon uh no i have never used the muffler to smoke weed out of although the muffler did fall off of my car about a month ago and it is in my backyard so you know what stay tuned there you go make a giant one I'm gonna get locked off from the fucking there rust that's on it from smoking out. Out. See the cleanliness of the bong, very much important. <laughs> there might be a muskrat living in that thing though right now. So, you know. <laughs> and you're a goddamn animal living in my backyard. <laughs> I was love a muskrat in my muffler. <laughs> muskrat in my muffler. <laughs> like a nice candid like like a like another little uh homage the the dagger a special dagger that needs to be used kind of like a friday the 13th or jason lives rather with the uh was it the kendarian dagger that has to be used to kill the Voorhees? <laughs> and any movie that has a pentagram always good always a good sign you know so this movie yeah. has a lot of good things well, going for yeah. it you know it's a very metal movie mm-hmm you know, from the soundtrack to the shirts to a pentagram to uh, <laughs> got weed. Cut your own hand off. It's pretty it's got, well. Yeah, it's got puppets. And a lot of weed. Yeah, I would. I could use some bo- more booze. I know they they got you can't really do both, yeah, but uh, yeah. you know, because I'm never like. Really I, well, she Jessica Alba. Hmm, whatever you feel about that, you'll feel about that. Right, and they threw some titties in there, but. See, I was never one to just to smoke weed. Like, it always involved booze. Like, any of my drug experiences, booze is always around. You know, like, you're not just dropping a fucking hit of Molly or fucking doing mm-hmm. some fucking window pane. You're fucking doing, you're drinking the whole time, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you're, what kind of monster would do, like, blow and not drink? Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, they're making out, finally. Yeah, they got, they got the piece of the action. Marijuana saves an otherwise disastrous day. Now they get to go to heaven. Oh, put it on my tombstone, motherfucker. Oh, get to see her ass cheeks. That's what I'm talking about. Squeeze. Yeah, they kind of say. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, my God. What is happening? He got squished. He got squished like uh, that dude in Final Destination, too. He got oh, squished shit, by that piece of glass, right? Holy shit. I like that oh. his buddies aren't really all that concerned. They're just they're like, like, all right, it's sorry. It's fine. They're going to heaven now, and they're taking their bong, so it's fine. <laughs> oh, shit. I, wouldn't, I don't know if that's necessarily heaven. But I guess if there's weed there, you do you yeah. think there there would be bongs there already? But maybe not. Uh, well, you That's never know. Like I said, go prepared, prepared to smoke. What if you went to heaven and there's just shake? Would you just go to hell instead? It would just be hell. <laughs> I ain't going to heaven, so it's all good. That's true. Bong and the resonator. There you go. <laughs> I feel like this little scene with him eating is a little uh, clockwork orangey, too, where he's kind of uh-huh. eating food in a real obnoxious way. And her dress is really cool. I like that dress a lot. <laughs> you know, I like that? I think it's neat. That's cute. He's in a full body cast. That's so funny. 
right. So they're they're his guardian angels now. Seems that way. Yep. Mm. There's a there's a little twist coming. Hmm. <laughs> twist is he's. This is a. I don't know. So yeah, so and they write on the thing, fuck with them, and that's it. Their last, the last thing was to fuck with their buddy, which is nice. As it should be. Mhm, mhm. So was it as good as you remembered? <laughs> did you remember it as being? <laughs> I did. Yeah. <laughs> we went on so many tangents, um, but yes. Well, if you're doing Definitely a 420 could. podcast, I feel yeah. like you need to have a little tangent. I feel like, yeah, it's um, it's low-key a 420 movie, and and it is low-key a Halloween movie, and low-key comedy, <laughs> low-key horror, like, it's a lot of things. Low-key low key killer puppet movie. Yeah, yeah, lots. Low-key family drama, romantic comedy, you know, the guy gets the girl. Romantic comedy a little bit, just right? for good measure, a little bit, yeah. Medical drama, it's kind of like the Grey's Anatomy of horror <laughs> movies, you know? That's how I always view it when people ask me about it. Alrighty, well, thank you um, for saving the the 420 for me. And Thanks for having me. Let's, let's tell uh, Pluto to get some more weed movies on there before yeah, next year, so yeah, you don't well, the slim pickings to pick from. Yeah, let's let's tweet it then. Um, well, I mean, it's not 420 yet as we record, so it could be that they uh, ha- run some holiday specials. It's true. It's always 420 if you're high. Yeah, that's true. Um, is there anything that you want to plug before we get out of here? Sure, you can check me out on the Cronoso Daily podcast every uh, couple weeks on the North South Connection Podcast Network, where I talk about wrestling, one wrestling match for 15 minutes. <laughs> How are you well, enjoying I, that? I'm having a blast doing it. I don't know if anyone else is having a blast listening, but I am having a blast doing it. And I have gotten some really nice feedback from some really cool people, so I appreciate that. I also do that, um, me and, well, because I'm not cool enough to do a solo podcast, so uh, me and Logan team up for our Cronosos, um, so those are just daily hits, short episodes, um, one match per day, so fun little project, so check that out, and every Wednesday on the North-South Connection is where you can find me and all of my shows, including this one, and Freak Out Drive-In, and Talk and Pop, and The Journey Through Infinity, and everything that I make. Um, got a couple of fun things I'm thinking about trying out too, so um, stay tuned to that every Wednesday on NOSO, and on Twitter, at Jenny Position, and wrestling content here on NOSO as well, with the Extreme Throughway Dance, and then over on PTV, NXT on the Place Free Wrestling feed. Uh, also talking WCW over there for my wrestling stuff. So thanks again, Rocco, and I appreciate it. And smoke up and stay high and all of the weed things. <laughs> thanks for having me.